Hey everyone, and welcome back to Hope Reclaimed, a podcast about stepping into the areas of pain to allow God to heal and saturate every aspect of our life because he has already extended healing to us. And sometimes it's our job to step in and receive it for ourselves. My name is Ellie Hope Herringshaw, and I'm so glad you're here today. I am a podcaster and a writer, a speaker, and a ministry leader. And I'm here today to talk about reclaiming body image. Right now we are in a series on reclaiming body image after rejection. In my first episode, I talked about how this was an issue with me and something that I'm dealing with right now. That God has really revealed to me that I have some issues with this, that I have some problems with how I view myself and how I'm walking into the world and what I'm believing. And then how that is actually rooted in a fact that I have been rejected. I have been rejected by people in my life and and how I've allowed that rejection to dictate and show me my worth and my identity. And the Lord really revealed to me that this was an this was an issue and something that I needed to improve on and and I know that this is not an issue that is just for me alone that a lot of people deal with this and a lot of people go through this struggle. So so I'm here in this podcast right now in this series to talk about that and just be open about it. And in our episode last week, we talked with Brooke D. Peterson. She is an amazing businesswoman, leader. Um, I just love her so much. And she wrote a book called Food Freedom. And she launched a podcast in a, a business about living in your full potential in vibrant health. I'm such a huge fan of this because she talks about the four pillars of vibrant health and how the foundational aspect of that is what are we believing about ourselves? Because if we're not going back to that foundation, then we're not going to be able to have lasting changes in how we're eating or even just like getting our dream body. It's not about how we how we look, but it's about living whole and healthy, strong lives because we have one body. You know, we have this one life, so let's make the most of it. And we're a whole person. So so living that way is just something that Brooke is doing so well. So I highly suggest that if you haven't listened to that episode, that you go back and do that. But then go and take the step further and go buy her book. Subscribe to her podcast. It's called Well Women Co. And I'm a huge fan of what she's doing. So on today's episode, you maybe have seen the the title of this. It's about confidence. Oh, this was one thing that I've been really afraid to talk about and tackle because I don't feel super confident. Yes, I know I have a podcast and I'm doing these things but I am constantly dealing with that negative voice that says that I'm not enough, that says that I'm not worthy, that I shouldn't be talking and all this stuff. It's just garbage, you guys. So walking in confidence is not something that I live out very well. In fact, I just had somebody tell me that, hey, you need to work on your confidence and, and just believing and acting out who you are. And I was like, wow, that's like, I mean, that was really convicting for me and and something that I really did want to bring to this podcast, that this is a huge aspect of reclaiming our body image that we need to walk in our identity, which is confidence. So I think that this is a really, really good episode. I've been afraid to do this episode because I've been afraid of coming across as arrogant. I mean, how many of you guys are afraid of that sometimes that if we come across as confident people are going to think that we we think we're better than them or 
or they'll think that we're prideful or think highly of ourselves or something like that. I've been afraid of that. I don't want people to think that I think that I'm better than them because I don't. A lot of times that I struggle with, you know, thinking that I'm like a lot worse than other people. So, so I definitely don't want to come across like I think I'm better than them. But I think that if we are living less than, if we're not walking in confidence, we're allowing, and especially if we are afraid of what people think, if we're afraid of people thinking that we think we're better than them, that's allowing other people to dictate our value. And we talked about that in the first episode. We talked about that. Where are we getting our value? Where are we getting our identity? If we are getting it from what other people say about us and what other people view about us, then that's a problem. Like that is not okay because we need to be getting our value and our worth from Jesus and Jesus alone. He is the one who bought us at a high price. And so, of course, we are of utmost value. So living in confidence is not pride. Living in confidence is living in the reality and the identity of who God has created us to be. So let's not, let's not live out of managing the perceptions of other people and what other people view about us. Let's just focus on us and God and go from there, shall we? Okay. So if you look up the definition of confidence... You'll see the, the, the definition is confidence is a state of feeling certain about something. I love that. Confidence is a state of feeling certain about something. So I think that confidence is like acting out our faith. We have a faith in something. And so then confidence is living into that faith, feeling certain about it and just living like we're certain about it. So some people will say that confidence is being self-assured. Confidence is about trusting yourself, living like we're, we're, we're sure of ourselves. And I think that that's true, but that's not the whole story. Because if we only go to ourself for our value, again, we're missing the true value God has placed on us. So if we're only trusting ourselves in being confident, then we will undoubtedly go back to what we think and what we see in the mirror or what, what society is saying about us or, or even like how I'm performing for myself. So we have got to go to God for that ultimately. I can't drive that home enough, you guys. We have got to go to God. So I think that confidence is like, like a three-layered approach. And that's how we're going to approach it today. We're going to talk about confidence in terms of a foundation and then sort of a middle piece and then the top tier, okay? So the foundational piece, it's probably not going to surprise you. The foundational piece is who is God and what does God say about me? Knowing the nature of God is everything, you guys. It's everything. If we don't know who God is, nothing else in life makes sense. Nothing else will line up. So we first have to know that God is good. God is a good God. God created the universe. He, he made beautiful things. He, he set this world into motion. 
And so, of course, he makes beautiful things. He's the creator and God created you. So my confidence will grow when I know that God is a good God, that he creates beautiful things, and that he created me. I also know that there are bad things that happen in the world, right? There are bad things that happen, things, words that are said about me, things that are done to me and you, those are not God. Those are not things that God has made or put out for us. Those things do happen, but that doesn't mean that God created them. God takes those things and he makes beautiful things out of them. And we have to have that foundational piece of who is God, that he's good, that he's a redeemer, that he's a restorer, but he creates beauty right now too. And so he has created you and he's created beauty in and around you. One of my favorite verses just recently that I've discovered is Song of Solomon 4-7. The book of Song of Solomon is so good. If you haven't read it, go do that. It's basically a dialogue between a husband and a wife. And um, just this, this man speaking identity and speaking beauty over his wife and the woman speaking that back to, to the husband and there's many parallels to how Jesus speaks to the church. and But we can really view this as Jesus speaking directly to us. Speaking to us and saying, you are beautiful. I'm getting ahead of myself. But the, the verse is Song of Solomon 4-7. And this is, I've really taken this on as part of how I'm reclaiming my body image right now. And you can have it too because it's a really good verse. So Song of Solomon 4, 7 says, You are altogether beautiful, my love. There is no flaw in you. I mean, come on. That verse is so good. Listen to it again. You are altogether beautiful, my love. There is no flaw in you. Altogether, all of you, every aspect of who you are is beautiful. And there's no flaw in me. That is how God views us. God is the creator. He's the one who made you and he's calling you flawless. I mean, obviously. So that foundational aspect is who is God and what does he say about me? He says that you are beautiful, that you are altogether beautiful and that you have no flaw. I mean... I'll take it. So that's that foundational aspect. We've got to go to the basics about that, about who God is and, and what he says. And then from there, what am I saying about myself? And what do I believe about myself? That's that second aspect that we need to focus on. This starts, I believe, with stopping the negative self-talk. I mean, how many of us just look in the mirror and go immediately to the negative part, the thing that we don't like about our bodies, and then start berating ourselves with negative self-talk? I know I do it. So when I was about 10 years old, I was folding clothes with my little brother, Michael. Michael was probably three. If I was 10, he was about three. And as I was folding clothes, I can't remember what I did, but Maybe I was folding something wrong or, or something, but I said, oh, I'm so stupid. 
And Michael turned to me, little three-year-old Michael, and he said, if you think you're stupid, you'll be stupid tomorrow. And I started laughing so hard because first of all, it was a little three-year-old saying some really wise things, but it was just so funny and so accurate because it's so true, you guys. If we think that we are stupid, we will be stupid tomorrow. The Bible says that the tongue has the power of life and death. That's in Proverbs, I think it's 12 or 18, Proverbs 18. The tongue has the power of life and death. Those who love it will eat its fruit. So that means that your words have so much power. I mean, God created the world using words. So of course, of course, words build up, but they also destroy. The tongue has the power of life and death. So if I'm saying that I'm stupid, that's going to come into reality. So that it's been kind of a joke in my family that if somebody says something negative, we'll say, hey, if you think you're stupid, you'll be stupid tomorrow. But if I'm looking at myself and saying, I'm so fat, I am ugly, I am worthless, I'm not a hard worker, those things are going to come into reality because I'm speaking those things over myself. So the first step in this middle tier of of believing and, and what am I saying about myself is cutting out the crap. Cut out the crap, the negative stuff. Cut it out. It's not helping you. It's hurting you. If you think you're stupid, you'll be stupid tomorrow. So cut it out. And the second thing is instead of saying those negative things, start filling your mind filling your words with positive self-talk. Say that you're beautiful. Speak Song of Solomon 4-7 over yourself. Say, hey, Ellie, you are altogether beautiful. There is no flaw in you. I mean, you can say that. You can speak that over yourself. I wrote that verse on every single mirror that I see myself in because I want my I want my mind to line up with what God says. I want my words to line up with what God says. God calls me beautiful. I will believe that. I will say that. I will speak that over myself. I will say I'm flawless. (laughs) And this is an arrogance, you guys. This is the truth. Another thing that I did is I stood in front of my mirror with a stack of post-it notes as well. And I wrote down words that describe me Not just how I look, but who I am. I wrote words like bold, compassionate, fearless, all this stuff. And I I posted those around my main mirror in my room. And I speak those over myself. I look at each of those post-it notes. I speak them over myself as I've written them down. Ellie, you are beautiful. You are flawless. You are compassionate. You are confident. The tongue has the power of life and death. So our actions, what are words saying, lining up with who God has made us to be, confidence will flow from there. I truly believe it. So first, cut out the crap, you guys. Cut it out. It's not worth it. Cut out the negative self-talk and then fill it. Fill your words with positive, uplifting words that line up with who God says we are. So then from there, the top tier, this, this third step is 
How are my actions lining up with my beliefs? This is confidence. Confidence is this top tier. Confidence will be an outpouring of believing who God is, believing what his word says about us, believing the truth about who we are. Confidence will flow out of that. I truly believe it. Because shame keeps us hiding, right? Shame keeps us isolated and and just alone and, and covered up. Shame is not okay. It's not welcome here. Christ has come to set us free, free of shame, free of guilt and condemnation. We can live freely and we can live in the reality of who God made us to be, which is confidence. Song of Solomon 2.14 says, O my dove in the cleft of the rock, in the hiding place on the mountainside, show me your face. Let me hear your voice, for your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. So this is again God speaking to his church. Hey, he says, come out of hiding. Your voice is beautiful and sweet. Your face is lovely. So stop hiding and come out into the light. Live confidently. That's what God wants for us because we're beautiful. We're flawless. Also, confidence is a skill, okay? Confidence is not something that we can just snap our fingers and have it and walk down the street and just know that we're confident. Confidence is something that takes practice. So if you're not getting this right away, join the club. I don't have it right away. I'm working on it, which is why I'm doing this podcast. Keep going back to what God says about us. Write it. Put it everywhere that you can see yourself in the mirror or, or wherever it is that you feel a lack of confidence. Remind yourself in that place to have your thought life line up with the truth of who God is. And if you're really struggling with this, if this isn't where you need to be, that's so okay. Because maybe you need to take a step back and face the actual rejection. Face the rejection of the experience that you've had. And it's really okay, and not just okay, but important to get help in this. I have seen a therapist for, gosh, over two years now. And it's been so important in my emotional and and just physical (laughs) well-being as well. It's so important to get that other person's perspective and and get help with this because the reason that I've struggled with body image is because of rejection. And we have to go back to the reason. What is the reason? What's the hurt before we can truly have real confidence? Get to the root of the issue. So if you're not at the point right now where you can take these things and, and take the steps towards confidence, that's okay. Get some help. Get the healing and the restoration that you need right now. And then eventually, confidence will flow from that. I really believe it. I know that that's the case. Because you are a beautiful creature. I don't even know you. I mean, maybe I do. Maybe I know you and you listen to this podcast. But you are a beautiful person because God made you that way. He's speaking life over you. He's speaking, you are altogether beautiful, my love. There is no flaw in you. And so from that reality, from that word, 
let's allow confidence to grow. Let's allow confidence to just be an outpouring into our life. That's how I want to live. And that's how I want to encourage you to live as well. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. You are worthy of this. You are worthy of living into your full potential and living vibrant, health, healthy, restorative lives. You are reclaimed by Jesus and he just values you so much. This is a journey for me, for sure. It's a, it can be a process and it can be hard, but I'm so glad that we're on it together. If this is a podcast that's resonating with you, whether it's this episode or or other episodes, please, please, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Give it a review. Would you leave a review on my podcast on wherever you listen to your podcast? Leave a review just saying what you like about it and and, um, share it with a friend. Share this on social media. Do something with it. And I would be forever blessed if you did that. And if this ministry is resonating with you at all, I have a Patreon page where I'm doing a little extra work and a little bit more um, fundraising there to do more things and, and produce better content for you, give you more resources to be able to reclaim areas of your life for just your own restorative and reclamation journey. This is so amazing. And it's, um, I know this ministry has resonated with so many people. So I'm just really blessed that you guys want to come on board. So thank you for doing that in advance. Thank you for listening. And we will be back next week to continue this journey of restoration and positive body image and just taking steps towards healing and reclamation. Remember guys, there is always hope because my middle name is Hope. Ha, ha, ha.